Welcome to Season 4 of Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. This podcast is not just information, but impartation and activation. We believe that every conversation will encourage, equip, and empower you to live the daily supernatural life. Subscribe to this podcast and then share every episode with your friends and family and be activated. You can hear God's voice and prophesy. Every person with the Spirit of God living in them can be used by God for entry-level prophecy. Entry-level prophecy is the starting point of an incredible adventure in hearing God's voice and prophesying. Prophecy encourages, comforts, and edifies people. And our heart is to equip and educate you to hear God and prophesy, walking it out as a lifestyle. And that's why we created Entry-Level Prophecy eCourse on CharismaCourses.com. Through this powerful eCourse, you will be equipped to hear God and to prophesy. You will gain the necessary biblical understanding needed to take a step of faith and speak what you hear God saying to see people encouraged, comforted, and edified. In this course, you'll learn about the fruit of the Spirit, the character traits of God, how to receive and deliver a prophecy, how to judge a prophecy, and what foundation you need to prophesy, and what heart motivations are necessary to prophesy. When you enroll in this e-course, you'll also have access to bonus materials and our live coaching sessions. Go to charismacourses.com to purchase entry-level prophecy and learn how to hear God's voice and prophesy. So I want to tell you, how many knows that God has appointments in your life and connections, people, places, that when you begin to become aware that your life is not accidental, the people in your life are not accidental. The friends in your life, the enemies in your life are, amen, <laughs> they're not accidental because God uses friction in your life to grow you. <laughs> Ron said, you're telling me. God uses the strain, the friendships, the encourage. He uses it all. Say all. He uses all of it. And I remember about, man, what was it? Five plus years ago, I think. Ben, where are you at? No, maybe it wasn't five years ago. Where's Benny? Ben, 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 is he here? Jared was coming to town. It maybe it was four years ago. Jared was coming to town. I was having him preach. And... He had met Ben where, Jared? He met Ben, who lives in Dayton, who goes, it was Orlando at this end with Lou Engle. Yeah, and so they met Ben, Ben met Jared, Jared met Ben. And so Jared said, hey, I got a buddy coming up to meet with us. We went out to a restaurant. I've got a buddy that, that was here. So that was the night I met Ben. And so I met Ben because we had Jared. We met Paul and Leslie because we had Abner. And they came from Cincinnati to come see Abner. So you got to remember, your life is an orchestrated, absolute divine plan. Now, we can wreck things, right, when we go along our own path. But even then, God can use what the enemy used for evil for your good. He doesn't waste anything. And so... Jared has become a very good friend of mine. I would say we've kind of cultivated a relationship over the last seven to eight years. He is a prophet. Now, a lot of times in the church culture, the church is terrified of the word prophet. And we have to understand that if we're terrified of offices that God has already put together, then we won't reap from that. The original plan was we were going to have a revival week, and I stacked Abner and I stacked Jared and then the Lord kind of led us in the direction of prayer. And so that's the direction we went. So I kind of moved them apart. But I'm going to tell you, one of the gifts that Jared operates in is edification, exhortation. He gets inside and the Lord gives him things. And no pressure, Jared. Um, <laughs> the Lord will reveal things to him to encourage and edify and to bring forth some things maybe that you didn't know that God was whispering and he uses man and woman to release these things to the body. And so Jared, thank you for taking the time out over the last couple days to be here with us at Harvest. And can we give him a warm Harvest welcome? Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Jesus, have your way. 
If you can, right where you are, just lift up your hands to heaven real quick. Jesus, have your way. We dedicate this time to you, Jesus. Love you, Lord. Love you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Mm. I love Jesus, and I love coming to Harvest Revival Center. I, I love all of you guys. It's awesome, all the changes that I'm seeing that God has been doing and things that we've been speaking over and praying over and coming about every year or so, um, you know, just to minister and share what God has for you. Um, real quick, um, do I have any fellow combat veterans here? Just one combat vet. One combat, over there, brother. All right. I'm going to give this book to you, brother. So the cameras will have to follow me over here. I do tend to kind of walk around and run around or whatever, but my fellow my, my testimony of how God healed me of post-traumatic stress disorders in that book on page 104. <clears throat> I went to Iraq, 07, 08, Afghanistan, 09. Uh, spent nine years in PTSD and darkness, uh, relying on Jesus, relying on the Holy Spirit, diving deep, still, you know, jumping into ministry and stuff, but um, supernaturally healed in 2018. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, dropped like 60 pounds, got in shape, and uh, I went back to Afghanistan as a private military contractor. Went back to the country that took so many years off my life, so many, stole so much from me. But when I flew into Kabul, Afghanistan, uh, I was in the back of the helicopter. You know, I was still doing ministry. I was coming here, hanging out with you guys. I was, you know, doing all kinds of stuff, podcasting on charisma and stuff like that. But I, I went back. And I'm in the back of this helicopter, and it's open, and I'm flying from Hamid Karzai Airport over Kabul to go to the U.S. Embassy, and the back of the helicopter was open. It's one of those Coast Guard helicopters or something, and I had nothing but love in my heart, and I was praying for revival for Afghanistan. Amen. Um, and then we all know what happened there in 2021. So uh, the last time I got rocketed was late November of 2020. Uh, no big deal. Came home. Um, January 6th, 7th of 2021, uh, didn't go back, and we know that that country fell apart, but my kids wrote a book uh, and raised money for a discipleship program that will remain nameless, but all of you know of it, uh, into Dari and Pashtu to reach the people there in Afghanistan for Jesus, and I've seen pictures. We thought that this translation of this discipleship material will... will um, uh, go into the country, but actually after the country fell apart, tens of thousands of people left, so we call it the dispersion. I've seen pictures of groups of 40, 50, 60 people going through that discipleship curriculum just for my kids raising money through a book. So kids, God can use you for the glory of God. Amen. Who loves the Holy Spirit? And you, and you love to study the Bible. You love to study the Bible. Okay, I'm going to give this to you. This is a journal that I had. Uh, the pneumatic approach to studying the scripture, listening to the Holy Spirit, and putting your story into the story. Amen. And I don't want to put anybody on the spot, but who wants to receive the baptism of the Spirit? You're, you're asking God for speaking in tongues, okay? You're asking God for this. I've got this book, just released this um, late August on my birthday. Uh, and that was, this was a labor of love. Anybody else? Just one more person. One more. Over there, brother. You guys can hand that down to him. So um, the devil tried to kill me in May, and I spent five days in the hospital and then a few other days in a foreign hospital, and um, I was slotted to, uh, I've always had one foot in, in um, ministry and one foot in uh, contracting, okay? Uh, one pays the bills, one is a calling, and I was slotted to go to... Um, you know, I know this is being live streamed on TV, but can I just be real? Um, <clears throat> so I was slotted to go to Ukraine, even though I don't, I don't believe in what we're doing there. I think it's the biggest embezzling scheme I've ever seen, okay? Uh, but, you know, um, the powers that be are playing the system and playing games with us, and they're not telling us the truth, okay? And I was just supposed to go do my, you know, protect some people, big wigs. Uh, like in Afghanistan, I, I led a Bible study there, but, you know, um, the devil tried to kill me. And I can't share too much about that, but I got closer with Jesus. 
you know, I, I've always loved him. I've loved him for many, many years since I was 17, 18 years old. But I wrote that book, The Baptism of the Spirit, because you never know when the devil might try to take you out. The enemy wants to take you or God will receive you. 42 years old at that time, 43 now. And it was a wake-up call for me. And it's like, you know what, since that day, it's like, I'm just wanting to serve the Lord. Neil asked me last night, Jared, what is your passion? And I was like, my passion is to activate people, to hear God, to prophesy, to activate people, to receive the baptism with the Holy Spirit. And I was like, if, if the devil was to take me out, what message, what legacy am I leaving behind? And it would be that message, the baptism with the Holy Spirit. I've had pastors reach out to me, preach the principles from that. They've got five, six, seven people receiving the baptism of the Spirit through the principles of that. Uh, lots of testimonies about that. But that is the one message that I knew I had to release to, to the world. So you guys could get that on Amazon and stuff like that. But Holy Spirit, have your way. Jesus, have your way. Jesus, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus right where you're at, start committing your life to him here and now, please. If, you, if you've strayed a little bit, rededicate yourself to Jesus right now, amen? I'm, I'm not sure what to expect. I have a message that I've been praying into, and we'll see where the Holy Spirit takes it. But uh, during worship, I was inside someone's dream. So I was inside this dream, and I know you guys have been doing the, the dream and dream interpretation stuff, but I was inside this dream, and in this dream, uh, I'm immersed in the waters of life. I'm uh, immersed in the rivers uh, of the Holy Spirit, of the Holy Spirit. And in, in this dream, you know, there's more. There, it's teeming with life, like in Ezekiel, teeming with life in Jesus' name. So whoever that is, I bless you in Jesus' name. You're, you're going to bear fruit. You're going to team with life in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, have your way. Holy Spirit, I don't want to embarrass anybody, but is that, does that speak to someone? We, we, we love you. Holy Spirit, have your way. Ephesians chapter 1, Ephesians chapter 1. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us to be adopted as his sons through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will. To the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one he loves. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. He made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ, to be put into effect when the times will have reached their fulfillment to bring all things in heaven and on earth together under one head, even in Christ. Let's jump down to verse 17. I mean, Ephesians chapter 1 is so full and rich of truths of God the Father and his love for us. Verse 17 of Ephesians chapter 1, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and his and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is like the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every title that can be given, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. Paul here is talking to the Ephesians, and he's, asked, he's praying that they will receive, that God the Father will give them the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that they can know him better. Intimacy with Jesus. By receiving the Holy Spirit. The moment we give our life to Jesus, we receive the most precious gift ever. The gift of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is my best friend. I don't know where I'd be without the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit loves to glorify Jesus. We get to have fellowship and relationship with the Holy Spirit. We get to know him. The moment we give our life to Jesus, we receive the Holy Spirit. But there's so much more in store for us 
if we're in Christ Jesus. The Holy Spirit empowers us to be a better equipped witness for Jesus. And we have the opportunity to worship God the Father, worship God the Son, and worship God the Holy Spirit. I think sometimes we have a tendency to kind of disregard and set aside the Holy Spirit, but we could talk to him and commune with him directly. And, and as Paul is saying, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints. We can see in the Spirit. The eyes of your heart. We're not talking about some weird voodoo third eye or anything like that. We're talking about the eyes of your heart. You know, there, there are some truths to, that we find in the scripture that Christians have a hard time uh, discussing and sharing, okay? There, there are the eyes of our heart. Our spirit lives within us. And, and with the Holy Spirit, we can see in the spirit. We can know things and learn things and grow as we commune with the Holy Spirit, as, as the Holy Spirit is opening the eyes of our heart. God gives us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we can know Jesus more. The Holy Spirit is given to us in John chapter 14, 15, 16, 17, where Jesus lays it out. The Holy Spirit is your comforter. He's your guide. He's your friend, but he's here to glorify Jesus. Having a conversation with the Holy Spirit, even though I, I love worshiping the Holy Spirit, but my affection goes to Jesus. It's, it's like this fun, entertaining game. You know, I'm worshiping the Holy Spirit, and he puts my affection on Jesus, and then my affection on the Father, and, and communing with that community, the three-in-one. Amen. It's, it's, it's the most incredible adventure in my life and in our lives. But we receive the Holy Spirit at salvation, and he seals us. Verse 13 of Ephesians chapter 1, you know, it says, You were included in Christ when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, having believed you were marked in him with the seal, the promised Holy Spirit. Can you lose your salvation? Or can you leave your salvation? We have free will. But I know... The Holy Spirit seals us. I'm sealed. But I could walk away if I, if I so choose. But because of everything that I've been through and because of what he's done in my life, how could I ever walk away? How could I ever turn my back on him, my best friend? How could I ever turn my back on the one who filled me with his, his spirit, the one who empowered me, the one who's healed me? It's kind of like um, there, there are these things where it's like ever, I don't know how many of you roll in the healing ministry, but maybe you need a healing. Okay, I, I, I have some friends. They've got back issues, leg issues, but they've seen thousands of people healed in Jesus' name through them, but they still got a limp. How does that work? What I also know is that sometimes God is using us to bring healing to people, but in the process, we are healed along the way. You know, I think too often the church has a tendency to shoot our own, to, to shoot our wounded. You know, when I was going through the PTSD stuff, I'll be honest, if I was in uh, a network or if I was in an association of churches or denomination, they probably would have kicked me out because of what I was going through. But I was pressing into Jesus. So that's if, at that time, I was in a non-denominational word of faith type church, you know, and it was growing from one service to three services within a year and a half. You know, learned a lot, but I remember the pastor looking at me, and he, he was offering me the gig in um, 2011 or so. I was serving for a while as a youth pastor. You know how youth, youth pastoring works, right? You know, you're, you're helping, you're helping, and they're like, hey, can you teach once? And then you do that once, and then like three weeks later, can you do that again? And then time, hey, within a year, like, you're doing it? They're like, oh, yeah, we'll start paying you. We'll, you know, um, we'll give you part-time pay, and time, it, you know, you grow, Right. And our youth group grew to like hundreds of kids. We saw signs and wonders and miracles and diadems and gold dust and stuff like that in, in some of our meetings. It's just amazing. Neil said it, signs and wonders. Signs and wonders follow you. We don't follow them. They follow us everywhere we go as we follow Jesus. As we follow Jesus. So, you know, where was I going with that, Neil? Man. Whew. It's getting kind of, it's getting 
pretty thick. Thank you, Jesus. The Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. You guys feel that? Thank you. Jesus. Hmm. Again, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus right now, say, Jesus, your Lord. Jesus, your Lord, we love you. Jesus, your Lord. Every time, I told Neil, every time I come here, there's a burning one that comes to me. Okay, every, every time to this church, there's a burning one, okay? And he, he's like, oh, that's awesome. Is that good or bad? I was like, it, it's good. It's always good. It's good. It's good. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hey, brother, what's your name? What's your name? Nathan. Nathan. Holy Spirit, come touch Nathan. Fill Nathan up with Jesus' name. Lord God, I bless the work of his hands in Jesus' name. I pray for provision in Jesus' name. I pray for vision in Jesus' name to come to touch Nathan right now. You got a great name, brother, Nathan. Uh, I don't know what it means in the Bible, but you could look it up. Uh, it means something really awesome, and it's the name of a prophet in Jesus' name. So I bless Nathan in Jesus' name. Fill him up from head to toe. Bless the work of his hands. I pray, Lord God, that even right now, Nathan, I see, I'm going to call forth finances from north, south, east, and west in Jesus' name to come your way in Jesus' name. A financial miracle. There have been burdens. I break those burdens off in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. And we pray for the blessing and prosperity of God to hit you, to hit your household in Jesus' name. Uh, and and I, so I call that forth in Jesus' name. You've been seeding, but now it's time to start reaping as you're walking in the reward in Jesus' name. So I bless you, Nathan, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Does that speak to you, bro? Give me a hug. Give me a hug. Okay. Love you, man. Say again. Gift of God. Ooh. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Christy. Ben, ben is an armor bearer, by the way. Even earlier, he's like, Jared, um, if you need gum, I was like, yes, please. Because when, do, when you do a ministry, like, you know, the mints and stuff are anointed. Yeah, amen. And for ninety nine ninety five, you could. I'm joking. <laughs> Holy Spirit, come. <sighs> it's like a freight train. The glory of God. <sighs> Thank you, Jesus. Mm. <sighs> mm. Hold the line. This guy right here. Hold the line. What's your name, bro? Mike. Is it okay if I walk over here? Okay. Okay, if I pray for you, Mike. Holy Spirit, come. Touch Mike in Jesus' name. So um, I love your shirt. And as, as I look at you, what I'm, what I'm seeing is, um, uh, you know, the, I'm a patriot, okay? Okay? I may not like the current administration, but... Um, <laughs> I'm hearing, oh, say, can you see? Oh, say, can you see? So in Jesus' name, I pray, Lord God, that this man will be raised up to pray for his nation in Jesus' name as he's crying out, as he's in the back rooms, as he's in other places, Lord God, as he's uh, walking, um, going into places. He's carrying the presence of God with him everywhere he goes. In Jesus' name, I pray for a revelation of the Ark of the Covenant over Mike in Jesus' name. I, I'm seeing, you know, just a, a, an abundance of the, the Ark of the Covenant you know, like, not Raiders of the Lost Ark, but that is pretty cool. But uh, in Jesus' name, I pray for the presence of God to be carried with him as he is a temple of the, the Holy Spirit, of the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. Everywhere he goes, uh, Mike, as you speak, I see the sword coming out of your mouth, and you're speaking life into other people. You're encouraging people. I even see someone who's just like totally down and out, totally depressed, but you're speaking life to them, and every, every word is just going into them, and it's encouraging them and lifting them up as you're speaking life into them, and they're coming out of depression, they're coming out of anxiety, they're coming out of things of the torments of the soul in Jesus' name. Uh, I'm going to take a step of faith here and, and pray in Jesus' name you receive an impartation for deliverance in Jesus' name, that you will trample on snakes and scorpions, that you will be seated with Christ in third heaven authority, and uh, when demons speak, you're like, 
silence in Jesus' name. And they, they will go in Jesus' name by your command. So I bless this over you in Jesus' name. May the pages of the scripture come alive to you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. There's like three angels up in the rafters. There might be more. I, I'm a, I can only hear three of them. That's pretty cool. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, um, this girl, blonde, Right here, third third row, this one. What's your name? Rain. Rain? Oh, cool. Give me a high five. Holy Spirit, what's your name? Madison, can you lay hands on Rain? Holy Spirit, come. Touch Rain in Jesus' name. Um, Father God, I pray for administration and leadership over Rain in Jesus' name. And uh, it's kind of a play on words, but Lord, you reign, you reign in Jesus' name, but I pray for the reign of the Holy Spirit upon my sister right now in Jesus' name, that you will fill her with your spirit from head to toe. Um, I'm going to touch your hands. Is that okay? Can I see your hands? Holy Spirit, touch these hands for healing in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Um, give me both hands, please. Holy Spirit, come in Jesus' name. I pray for a release of the healing anointing, Lord God. So um, what I'm seeing is you're laying hands on the sick and they're going to recover. I pray for Mark chapter 16, you know, uh, to be real and true in your life. You will lay your hands on the sick. You will see them recover. Uh, people's um, ailments and illnesses will be gone in Jesus' name. I pray the anointing of healing and even of listening, empathetic listening, active listening, counseling over rain in Jesus' name. So I pray for release of that anointing in Jesus' name. Um, I'm taking a step of faith here. Lord, I, I pray in Jesus' name, you will not only see legs stretch, but you'll see people rise up out of wheelchairs in Jesus' name. And um, another step of faith, I pray for missions to be open, but also uh, the guidance and abundance of the Holy Spirit to release her into missions uh, as she's able to have a foot in missions, but also in a vibrant career in Jesus' name. So I just pray for your healing upon her in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Does that make sense? Can I Christian side hug? Okay. Awesome. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I, 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 loved, I, I like to have feedback, you know, because if I miss it, I want to know. Okay. Thank God I'm not under the new, oh, old covenant, okay? Whew. So let me just say this, like, you can hear God, you can prophesy. And then some people debate, well, are all apostles, are all prophets? No, that's talking about the offices, okay? Uh, but if you have the same Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, you can do what Jesus did, and he could distribute to you any gift at any time, in any moment, to give him glory, Okay? So if, if you want, you could look at someone next to you and ask the Holy Spirit to give you something for them. You know, I remember trying, um, you know, where we'd uh, get scripture for people and then turn that scripture into a prayer. And then we had this one where, now try to get the last four of their, their social security number. <laughs> <coughs> Nobody got it. Uh, okay, but at least we tried, amen? Uh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Um, I'm going to skip that page right there, if you don't mind, Neil. Skip it. So when I was upstairs before the service, okay, you guys are amazing here, okay? You guys have incredible people. Oh, gosh. Love it. Love it, love it, lo love it. Okay. But I was upstairs. You call that the cafe up there? The conference room. Okay. The conference cafe room that I was hanging out in. It was awesome. Uh, you're, I asked for stevia, and I got a whole bag of stevia. That was awesome. <laughs> a big bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I was up in the office conference room behind there, okay? And the wall started dripping with anointing oil. Just dripping. And I'm looking at the map of Ohio, 
And I was asking the Holy Spirit, what are you highlighting here? What are you praying for? And I know that uh, you, you guys probably have maps and things like that around the church to pray. So awesome, okay? But for this church, for this church, the Holy Spirit was kind of showing me this connection to Israel. And I'm not, not sure what all that is, but we, we know what is currently going on there. And, and as a Christian, you know, I condemn Hamas all terrorism, I mean, all of that. You know, I, I pray for the innocent people. War is hell. I've been there, uh, okay, myself. Uh, and I would not wish it on anybody, okay? But I see this connection with Israel. And I, I'm not sure if it's a tour or an annual tour, but there's this ministry connection. And what's awesome is you guys had a shofar somewhere earlier during worship, okay? Like, uh, oh, is that, is that Ben? Ben? Okay. I was too focused on Jesus that I could, but I heard the shofar. Um, so you, you got that shofar going. I was like, okay, that's a connection. But the shofar is so powerful, okay? I was at Kathy DeGraw's TV show. Um, she interviewed me for her show coming up on uh, the Sid Roth Network. And um, her husband brought out the shofar. And Kathy's like, she's all spiritual warfare, all deliverance, Okay. And I'm all Holy Spirit. I'll deal with demons if they show up, okay? But, like, Kathy's like, I'm capturing deliverance on film, okay? Like, okay, she's casting them out, putting it on TV. But her husband brings out his shofar, and, dude, he, he casts demons out of people with that thing. I mean, it's amazing. There's power in the shofar, in the noise. You, you feel that? Uh, can you guys lay hands on Ben real quick? Jesus, come. Jesus, touch him in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, fill Ben up with, from head to toe with your spirit, fire of God. Amen. I, ben, I'm taking a step of faith here. I pray in Jesus' name that you walk into the spirit Amen. and that fiery one reveals the word of the Lord to you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Fire of God, thank you, Lord. I love Ben. I'm going to give him a hug. Oh, I love, I love you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Okay, so another thing that I saw for this church was healing rooms. I don't know if you've ever had a vision for healing rooms, but a space, a place for people to come to receive healing, okay? And, um, you know, there, th there could be certain things about the healing rooms, you know, like uh, I know there's so many different models Okay, let, let me just say this. Be who God created you to be. Okay, you could look at other programs and patterns, but do what God has told you to do. So I see healing rooms. I just recently finished reading the John G. Lake sermons on dominion over demons, disease, and death to my kids. Okay, uh, very light reading with my kids. Okay, um, but here he is testifying of 100,000 healings in less than five years in the city of Spokane. We're talking the 1920s, 1930s. The U.S. Health Administration, uh, I don't know, is that a, still a federal agency? Uh, it declared Spokane the healthiest city in North America because of the healing rooms. So in Jesus' name, I saw these healing rooms. And for your church, I saw healing clinics. And it's a culture of risk and reward, okay, of trial and error, okay? It's okay to, well, you know, the first time you ever try to stretch out someone's leg, you're taking a step of faith, right? Uh, and it's okay to be like, whoops, that didn't work, okay? <laughs> you know, um, I tried to say in Jesus' name, or does it work with in the name of Jesus? Which one? It works, Okay. <laughs> It doesn't matter. It's not a method. It's not a magic formula or whatever. But I see this culture of risk, of reward, of trial and er error, but it is an atmosphere of God's love, Amen. an atmosphere of God's presence, okay? And that's uh, what I, hmm, it's love, guys. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, this is part of my message. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, it's the love chapter, Okay? the love chapter, and I just, I, I want to share this with you guys, that what is the context of 1 Corinthians 13? You know, people debate, are spiritual gifts for today, or this and that, you know, my, my friend Tom Stammen, he's a prophet, 
uh, and he wrote a book um, on this, and he said, one thing that you could point to people, has knowledge ceased? Spiritual gifts will cease when knowledge ceases, but knowledge has not ceased. And that's a very pragmatic way of, of saying, like, God still does spiritual gifts for today. But the context of 1 Corinthians chapter 13, because you got spiritual gifts in the previous chapter and the following chapter, the context is all the way in chapter 1 of 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, where Paul, in the preamble, he says, I thank God for you because of his grace given you in Christ, for in him you have been enriched in every way in all your speaking and all your knowledge because our testimony about Christ was confirmed in you. Therefore, you do not lack any spiritual gift as you eagerly wait for our Lord Jesus Christ to be revealed. He sets up the whole book in the first two paragraphs of 1 Corinthians. Spiritual gifts, the revelation of Jesus Christ. The revelation of Jesus Christ. So if I speak in the tongues of men and of angels but have not love, I'm only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains but have not love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and surrender my body to the flames but have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. It doesn't envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. Mm. And then Paul goes on to talk about the spiritual gifts. Love. This chapter is not about weddings. But as a pastor, I've quoted that love is patient over people's weddings. I don't know how many weddings I've done. But the context is spiritual gifts, but we can still quote this because the truth is universal. Love. Spiritual gifts need to be used in God's love. Because if, if I'm speaking or praying or prophesying over people and I don't have love for them, I'm just a resounding gong, a clanging cymbal. Can God still speak? Yes. He could speak through a donkey, right? He could speak through whoever he wants. But we need love, and love brings forth more fruit in Jesus' name. So love, we need love. This other thing I saw, Neil, um, I believe that you have the vision for the school of ministry, and I, I know uh, I've been here about every year, so thank you for that. Um, and I've been prophesying about a school of ministry, and I believe that, that it will launch. And th here's the thing about the school of ministry. It will be pivotal behind a teen and youth revival. Okay? It will be pivotal Okay, strategies will emerge from that to reach the schools. Okay, and there's, there are other things that you could do. I don't know if you guys are already doing this with the teens, but teenagers can lead Bible studies on campuses. Teenagers can bring in school assemblies. Teenagers can bring revival to their schools. And as you have healing rooms and as you have the school of ministry, you're teaching your teenagers how to do what Jesus did, and they'll take it with them into the schools. I mean, can you imagine during the lunch hour whenever kids walking by and they're praying for healing for people? They're praying, they're praying revival for people or here are these teenagers receiving the baptism of the holy spirit speaking in tongues and they got to get carried to the next classroom because they're under the anointing of the holy spirit that that's what i want okay like like for some reason churches have hidden the holy spirit we put him in the back room rather than keep him you know let him emerge out of the four walls because the church is not about the four walls the church is the people and everywhere we go, we bring the kingdom of God with us. You had a song earlier, just as it is in heaven. You're a carrier of the anointing. Everywhere you go, you bring heaven to earth. Into, into Starbucks, into the cafes, everywhere you go. You bring the, the kingdom of God with you everywhere you go. And the, the, there are days coming, okay? If, if we don't course correct in America, we will be enemies of the state. Are we ready for that? Are we ready when if, because I believe in revival and awakening, are we ready if they pull our nonprofit status, which incentivizes business people to give? Oh, it's December 30th. I haven't given yet. Let me give to that ministry. Let me give to that church. Okay, it incentivizes. But what happens when 
the government, if the government takes that away. We have to be prepared. We have to think outside the box. We have to figure out other ways to invest resources, finances, treasure, our talents, and figure things out. Because as I was telling Neil, we can't raise money the same way now as we did 20 years ago. We got to do things differently. And what happens if we have to go underground? Well, praise God. I think in 2020, we saw who would go forward and who would hide. Okay, let me tell you what. I'm deviating now. Okay. <clears throat> let me tell you what. Man, whew, you saw people's true colors. And then they tried to silence our voices. I have an allergic reaction to that stuff, okay? It's, it's embarrassing. You know, mask allergy, okay? And if they try to do it again, I ain't not, I'm not complying. Man. John Natale and I, we're going to be doing conferences together. And so we have this prophetic newscast, and we've been prophesying 1 Kings 18. There's going to be a showdown coming. But everybody will be exposed for what they truly are in Mount Carmel. The false prophets will be revealed, but everybody has to be gathered, and we have to see them exposed for their gods, little Gs, okay, to show that their gods have no power, that their agendas, you know, even they can't get it all together, okay? I, I don't live in fear. I don't live in fear whatsoever. My, my family, we, we were like, we're going to live our lives. We're going to travel. We're going to do the ministry. We're just we're going to do what God has called us to do. And I could tell you what, it was tough for church leaders, okay? Like, uh, I successfully closed a church. I planted two, successfully closed one, okay? I learned a lot in the process. And I think, you know, Matt knows this. If I could do it again, I'd throw out man's stuff. I learned. Just, it's about presence. It's about people. Forget the mailers and the marketing, okay? That stuff comes in due time, but just get people passionate for the presence of God and see what he can do. Amen. But we saw what, where people stand. Whole denominations, shut them down. Man, that's when we should open up the doors like never before, okay? Like open up the doors and then be poured out because I know in Virginia Beach, the churches that are thriving now in this year are the ones that didn't stop. Maybe they adjusted. You know, they, they did the drive-in movie theater church thing, you know, just in case. Because no, everybody was, people were panicked, okay? That bioweapon from China, nobody knew what it would do, okay? Nobody. But, but the churches that were still feeding people and doing this stuff, rather than closing their doors, those are the ones with thousands of people now in that community. So we need, we need people to st make a stand. And I know you guys did. <sighs> Brutal. Man. You know, I, I didn't have a church at that time. But, like, we, we were sending our kids to this youth ministry, and my kids were unmasked, okay? And, you know, there's always that, oh, you need a mask. You don't need, oh, whatever, back and forth. And the leadership talks to me. I was like, no, we're not masking. No. My, my kids have faith, okay? And we're not going to give the enemy any room here. And they're like, but Jared, we're getting it from every corner. I was like, yeah, you are. Mm, mm, mm. They didn't even know when they wanted to open, okay? And let me tell you what, the churches that, oh, gosh, the, the leaders that spoke up, did you notice Rodney Howard Brown or Jurgen Matesius or Shayon? Okay, these three guys, okay, uh, my ministry is aligned with Shayon of Harvest International Ministries, okay? He's not a U.S. citizen. He became a citizen, right? Rodney Howard Brown came from Africa, lives here in Tampa area, right? Has a church. Jurgen Matesius came from Australia, from the Hillsong guys, right? These were the three guys that I know of that stood up for churches when the rest of us tried to hide. Oh. Rodney Howard Brown spent an evening in jail, and then the charges were dropped, okay? They, they kept church going. They kept revival. For, they're still going in revival every day, right? Every day. These were guys, they made us look, like we're bo I'm born here. Where are these people? Then you get Sean Foyt showing up and having revival everywhere. Man, I wanted to do that. I was, I was talking to Virginia Beach, and then, you know, about, about, man, once you say the word protest, they were like, okay, you're good. If I said church, you're like, eh. But protest, you can do what you want. Worship Jesus, that's my protest. I'm, pro I'm protesting for Jesus, about Jesus. This is Jesus, okay? But 
those, those three guys, Shayon, every church needs to know this, okay? Every church needs to know. If they try to do it again, there's a Supreme Court decision, one by Shayon of Harvest International Ministries and then some other ministries, where churches can stay open, and if governors try to shut you down, the governors are in contempt of court. Wow. Notice how... The media, they're not going to tell us this, okay? They're, they're just like, ooh, keep that, keep that down here. Like, we'll just throw shade over on Trump, you know? Okay. Uh, let's not talk about the laptop, okay? Uh, the day's coming. The exposure's coming, amen? I don't endorse men. I endorse God, okay? Okay, and I'll speak what he wants me to speak, amen? But, yeah. Holy Spirit, we love you. I pray for your wonderful presence upon each and every person right now. We know that the showdown is coming, Lord, but you have blessed Harvest Revival Center in Jesus' name. You're pouring out your spirit upon them, and so in Jesus' name, I pray for more of your glory upon them. I pray in Jesus' name that students will lead outreaches, that they will lead Bible studies, that they will bring forth everything that they're learning about healing, about prophesying, and that people, Lord God, it will multiply for your glory, for your fame in Jesus' name. I pray, Lord God, that this church will understand what it means in Matthew 28, 18 through 20, making disciples of all nations, baptizing nations, discipling nations in Jesus' name, immersing nations, all ethnicities, in the power and the presence of God in Jesus' name. It's all for your glory, Lord. It's all for your fame. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. Love you, Jesus. Love you, Jesus. Hmm. I'd like to pray over another teenager. Can I have a volunteer teenager? Oh, there we go. What's your name? Ella. Ella, Ella can, can you uh, come pray with me and Ella, please? Holy Spirit, come touch Ella right now in Jesus' name. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for the fire to be in her bones for your glory in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come, Holy Spirit, saturate her from head to toe. Baptize her anew. Immerse her with your spirit in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I'm seeing the, the electricity of the Holy Spirit saturating you and filling you and anointing you for such a time as this. And I don't want this to sound cliche, but I pray the Esther anointing upon you that you prepare your heart to see King Jesus face to face, that you're presented before him pure and holy in Jesus' name. And even now, uh, I pray that you will be open to dreams, to visions, to supernatural encounters with Jesus, the lover of your soul, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord God. He loves you so much, Ella. He's with you. Uh, he's you know, any word spoken against you, those just fall flat in Jesus' name. And he's speaking life and peace and blessing into your heart. Uh, I pray for any, any soul wounds to be broken in Jesus' name. And we declare the peace that surpasses all understanding upon you right now in Jesus' name. I pray for your heart. He's given you a heart of flesh, a heart to love other people. And uh, this is kind of interesting. What I'm seeing is a bunch of teddy bears and things like that, love and care and you know, I don't even know. There are commercials in the 80s about these care bears or whatever. So in Jesus' name, I pray that you're, you will have the love and care of Jesus flowing through you as you are poured out into other people, as you listen to them, as you listen to them, as you hear what they have to say. But even then, I pray in Jesus' name that when you touch people, right here on the forehead, in Jesus' name, they'll feel the fire of God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Let's give it um, a maturity of the Holy Spirit over your life in Jesus' name. Yeah. To prophesy, to speak forth the word of life in Jesus' name. Amen. Does that speak to you? Give me a Christian side on. There we go. There we go. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Uh, thank you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hmm.
He loves you. He loves you. Let's see. This lady right here, what's her name? Gabrielle? Have I ever met you before? No? Okay. What's your name? Zach. Zach. Gabrielle. Zach. You guys like? Okay. <laughs> cool. Okay. Uh, Gabrielle, can you? Ooh, really? Uh, let me guess. You just got married. I'm joking. <laughs> 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 Don't do that, okay? <laughs> Holy Spirit, come. So it's Gabrielle and Zach. Okay, put your hands together, both of you. Holy Spirit, right now in the name of Jesus, I pray the fire of God over this couple in Jesus' name. Father God, so what I'm seeing now is, is the trees of life, but there's going to be a multiplication of fruit born for the kingdom of God in Jesus' name. Uh, lots of fruit, so I pray that over you in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, that you will bear fruit for the kingdom of God. I hear the word calling and anointing over, over the two of you in Jesus' name. Uh, and I see you both walking in nature and, and having a, you know, good times with, with one another, but also, you know, having a good time with Jesus because I see him hovering over you. It's like uh, I see you like Psalm 91 over you in Jesus' name. Psalm 91, I speak that over you in Jesus' name, that you will be under his wings, that you will trust in him in Jesus' name. And uh, he's going to uh, open up some new opportunities to, to the both of you. And uh, there's going to be a couple of doors that might kind of come all at once, but he will reveal to you which door you're supposed to walk through in Jesus' name. And that's the door of, of abundance, uh, of uh, financial raises in Jesus' name. Uh, I pray creativity over the two of you in Jesus' name. Creativity, because I'm seeing just the colors, you know, some art artistic st stuff uh, in Jesus' name. I pray that upon you, and I, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you touch their feet. Everywhere you go, you bring the gospel of peace, claiming territory in Jesus' name, that, that everywhere their feet go, uh, people will, will know that the presence of God is there, that everywhere they go, even to dark places and spaces and boardrooms, the presence of God invades when this couple shows up. I pray in Jesus' name, even now, uh, I'm being reminded of the power team. Uh, you're a power team. Communicate, 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 pray together, just in Jesus' name, you know, just in, in a moment, if there's just a little moment, you know, just be like, hey, let's pray, babe. Hey, honey, let's seek Jesus on this matter. So in Jesus' name, I pray that heaven comes to this couple. What's your last name? True. True? Trip. Trip. Holy Spirit, touch the trips in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Does that speak to you guys? Yeah. I'll give you a side hug. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hmm. Let's see. Jesus. I'm, time is good. All right. All right. Good. The Thomases. Love you guys. Father God, right now in Jesus' name, I pray your blessing upon the Thomases. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord God. So um, I know that you're a worshiper. Both of you are worshipers. But continue to worship. Continue to praise God. You know, I know that you, uh, you play guitar, right? So I already know that. So thank you, Jesus. And, and as you're doing that, God is going to give you more reward. The, the, I see his, his glory cloud coming into your, your, your space, and the glory of God will come. And sometimes there might be questions, what about this, Lord? What about that? Well, in the presence of God, those things are, are just nothing compared to his presence. As you're leaving a legacy of the presence of God, as you're speaking life into other generations, and, you know, I, I know that you do that. Uh, but you're, you're going to uh, reap the rewards from that as you continue to speak life and destiny into other generations and other people in Jesus' name. And uh, the atmosphere of worship is going to break chains in Jesus' name. You may not, I don't know how often, and I, I see, uh, again, deliverance over you as well. Uh, you never know. Just in the presence of God, demons will flee. In the presence of God, as you're praying, as you're speaking over people, as you're, I know that you guys are doing the coaching. Sometimes that'll end up not coaching, but inner healing in Jesus' name. That it'll be like, hey, well, 
you know, let's bring healing to your soul, to your mind, to all, all these things, and, and you'll be casting out demons out of people, and you'll be shocked at how quickly that will come in Jesus' name. It's like overnight, okay, because you're toiling, toiling, digging, digging, digging. Where am I going? What is this? But then overnight, it will multiply overnight in Jesus' name. So I pray that over you right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Continue to worship. Continue to praise Jesus. You'll see it come. And it will multiply in Jesus' name. Does that speak to you, bro? Yeah? Give me a hug. Give me a hug. Oh, I love you too, man. Love you too. I... I I try to qualify things. If, if I know you, okay, I want to let people know, you know, like, hey, I, I know this, okay? But um, if you guys need any family coaching, talk to that couple, okay? Talk to that couple, okay? Holy Spirit, we love you, Lord. We love you, Jesus. Hmm. You guys love Jesus? Man, I'm so Abner was here just the other week. I had him on my podcast, Amazing Guy. I was on his podcast once or twice too, Amazing Guy. Um, so I got some big shoes to fill. <laughs> we love you, Lord. We love you, Lord Jesus. Hmm. Okay, this lady with the red shirt on, blonde lady right over here. It's kind of reddish. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. What's your name? Lori. Lori. Have I met you before? No. Well, I'm Jared. Holy Spirit, come. Touch Lori in Jesus' name. Fill her up with your spirit. Love you, Lord God. Love you, Lord God. Jesus loves you, Lori. He's with you. He's never left you. I see him stepping into, into your, your heart right now. I see him... Uh, moving some things there's been you know just there's some things that are boxed up but he's he's opening up th uh, even things that you thought were lost like gifts or whatever he's opening those up and he's re-releasing them to you you have them within you and he's re-releasing them within you in jesus name uh you maybe it was just for you know you thought this was only for a season or whatever but he's he's bringing that out he's polishing it up he's cleaning it up because he, he loves you so much, he's polishing you, he's cleaning you. You are his daughter, you, and he loves you. He, you are his princess, in Jesus' name. I, I just hear him calling you princess. And he, he's with you, and he's re-releasing those gifts in you. There, there are even some dreams that were, you know, just kind of tabled. Bring those dreams back out. Declare them over your life and see them come to pass. And in Jesus' name, I pray. Lord, for prodigals to come home, for answers to prayer over Lori's life in Jesus' name. We call them home, home in Jesus' name. I pray for, uh, I see uh, like his birthday cake, birthday cake, and I pray for the sweetness of the Spirit over Lori's life, over her house, over everything that she has, the sweetness of the Spirit in Jesus' name. Does that speak to you? Can I give you a Christian side hug? Okay. Blessings, brother. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. Okay, guys, here's what I'd like you to do. Look at the person next to you. If we could, I don't know if you guys got mood music or anything. All right. Man. Neil's, Neil's like his own producer over here. That's awesome. Be like, I got the levels, man. While, do you do that while you're preaching? <sighs> Dude, I, I produce my own podcasting, and even then I'm like, ooh. But mood music. So you may know the person next to you. Husbands and wives, you could prophesy over each other. Okay, you could pray over each other. Maybe you don't know the person next to you. Maybe you've never done this before. But we're going to activate you to hear God for yourself and prophesy over someone, okay? That way everybody gets a prophecy, make sense? Okay? That everybody is comforted, encouraged, and edified. So one of you, you'll take turns. One of you will look at the other person, be like, Jesus, how much do you love them? 
will you show me how much you love this person? And just wait. You can even pray in tongues under your breath real quick, you know, that just kind of opens up heaven a little quicker. And then ask for a Bible verse. Jesus, do you have a Bible verse you want to share with them? Maybe something you've memorized before, maybe not, maybe just a reference. You can look it up real quick. Then pray it over them. Pray it over your, your wife, your husband, to the person next to you. Turn it into a declaration. Turn it into a prayer. Turn it into a prophecy. Okay? Like this brother here. You know, Psalm 1 in Jesus' name. That you are blessed everywhere that you go. That you are like an oak of righteousness in Jesus' name. That your roots go deep into the living water in Jesus' name. And that the unrighteous will will flee in Jesus' name. So I pray in Jesus, what's your name? Ron. I pray in Jesus' name over Ron. Psalm 1 in Jesus' name. Lord God, that everywhere he goes, he bears fruit in Jesus' name. I declare that over Ron right now in Jesus' name. He's an oak of righteousness, a righteous man of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Pray the scripture over them and then take turns. So then once you're done, then the next person will do that. Amen? Thank you so much for listening to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky, a podcast that activates you to live the supernatural life. Subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and share it with your friends. Leave a five-star rate and review, which helps us reach more people with the love and power of the Holy Spirit and partner with us at firebornministries.com. And may you live your best spirit-empowered life and have your own adventures in the Holy Spirit.